welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Mouth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. I realize that we are already at the first Wednesday of the year, and many of you might think it's too late to talk about this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Today we're talking about goal setting, and why today, or any day, is never too late. What is a goal? A goal is a benchmark you set for yourself to reach. It can fall into many different categories such as personal, social, financial, emotional, relationship, health, and or wellness. These goals can be easy to achieve or take an extended amount of time. It is really all dependent on what you're trying to reach for. It is important for us as humans to have goals or dreams or visions of the future that we want to strive for because that brings us purpose. And having a purpose is one of the most important things for our mental health. It's the basis for some of the reasons that we fall into depression or have issues after our kids have gone off to college. Your goals don't have to be huge or difficult, but you do need something that you're working towards, and that brings you happiness. If that means you're learning to crochet, reading 52 books by year-end, or finally making that dish you've always wanted to learn, we're going to talk about how you set these goals in ways that will get you where you're going with the least amount of giving up possible. Because you deserve the things that you love, and you deserve to feel accomplishment at the completing these goal-oriented tasks. Go you. You've got this. The most important thing I want you to know about goal setting is having a reason why you want to reach the items that you're writing down, pasting pictures of, or squirreling away in your brain for later. Understanding why you want to achieve these goals is a big part of the reason you are going to achieve them a year later. So dig deep for things that make your heart sore, and if you did them before 2023, you'd be flying. If you haven't already done your goal setting for this year, let's get started now. But if you have done it already, we are going to take a second look and see how you could improve your goals or wording or expectations on them to be more likely to achieve them by this time next year. So let's get into it. How to set goals in three easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy steps. I'm sure many of you who have been involved in goal setting before have heard the standard SMART goal setting. And you know, that's a pretty easy way to go, but we're going to make this even easier. With Ned. What is Ned, you ask? Well, we're going to talk about it. One, name your goal. Two, explain your goal. And three, do the work. First off, naming your goal. You always want your goal to speak to what you're trying to do. Like, say if you asked your friend to bring you a sandwich, you would tell them what kind of sandwich you wanted, right? The same thing goes for our goals. The more specific you can be, do you want mustard or mayo on it, the more likely the goal is to happen the way that you want it to. And similarly, the more you visualize and conceptualize what you want your goal to be in the end, the more likely you are to pursue it to the finish line. So get specific. If you want to lose 24 pounds by the end of the year, how are you going to do it? If you want to read 52 books in a year, what kind of books and where are you sourcing them from? If you want to change jobs, what kind of skills are you going to need to acquire for the transition? Two, explain that goal. How do you explain your goal? Well, in my case, I created a list of things I wanted to accomplish this year, and then I picked pictures that correspond with the ideas on the map that I had created previously. Then I broke down what each of those individual goals might look like over the course of a year. One of my personal goals this year is to read 52 books. And that sounds crazy, am I right? But if we break it down, that's roughly one book a week. And if that book is around 200 pages, that's roughly 30 pages a night, or about 30 minutes of reading a day if you can read a page a minute. Boom. The books are already basically reading themselves at this point. 
Want to hear another? I want to create a home where everything has a place and the amount of stuff coming in equals the amount of stuff going out. This one's a bit more complicated, yes, but if we break it down into more manageable steps, it doesn't seem nearly as daunting. So, how do I plan to do it? First off, we are building habits that will increase my likelihood of success. Picking up for 10 minutes a day, making sure you're running a load of dishes every night to put away in the morning, resetting the most used spaces like the kitchen or your bathroom at least once a week, and picking one disaster zone to tackle a week. Since there are 52 weeks in a year, and there definitely aren't 52 rooms in my house, each zone doesn't have to be super crazy. It could be like this week I'm working on the cabinets above my washer and dryer. Or I'm doing a deep clean on my refrigerator, and really considering how much food waste I could save. Or, this desk space could be more functional, let's try and adjust things so they work better for my uses. Now I've created a set of pretty easy tasks to complete that if I continue, to the end of the year, should land me almost exactly where I want to go. Numero tres. Do the work. What do I mean by this? Name your goal, explain your goal, and then enact the steps to reach it. In order to get there, you have to take action. Action is the step that holds most people back from reaching their dreams. You have to do the damn thing in order to do the damn thing. You get me? And while all the plans in the world are amazing, you could be holding the map to treasure chests, but you'll never have the treasure if you don't dig. So freaking dig already. You, my dears, are worth it. Get a little muddy. Mess it up a few times. Hell, mess it up a few more. You're learning the ropes. And there's no better teacher than failure. You need to know that failure doesn't mean the end. It just means you don't get it this time. And that's okay. You still have 364 more days to get there. How cool is that? And you know what else? If you don't get there in 364 days, there's more time. Just keep putting in action, keep digging, and eventually you'll get that treasure. Now that we have the easy-peasy goal setting down thanks to Ned, let's dive a little deeper. What are the most common reasons people don't reach their goals or quit early? 1. You're setting a goal that is way too hard, or you don't have enough of a good plan in place to help you see the finish line. Simplifying your goal or breaking it down into monthly, weekly, or even daily goals will help you succeed on the more complex and difficult goals, like launching a business. And as for goals like starting a business, it's okay to ask for help if you don't know what steps you should take. Generally, the best way to do this is find somebody who's already done it and ask them questions. I guarantee you, they'll have information that'll help you along that goal-setting path. Number two, you're only setting huge, seemingly impossible goals. Remember to set both long- and short-term goals. The short-term goals will help you see that you're making progress, and it will boost your ability towards completing those long-term successes. Say your goal is to lose 90 pounds this year. Having the short-term goal of joining a gym or learning to food prep for a week at a time will aid you in that long-term goal. 3. Make sure that when you're setting your goal, you set it with positive words and intentions. You don't want to focus on the amount of mistakes or failures that you have. You want to put emphasis on the positives that you will hit. For example, you wouldn't want to set a goal that states, I want to screw up less when I play the guitar. You would say instead, I want to focus on practicing 20 minutes every day to help me get better at playing the guitar. 4. Not setting your goals in stone. Allowing your goals to be able to be revised. This is important because maybe what you think you want to do at the start of the year turns into exactly not what you want it to do. 
So giving yourself the freedom to say, this goal just isn't for me, or I'm not getting where I want to go, so maybe I'll choose a different path, is okay in goal setting too. As long as you made efforts towards your goal, realizing maybe that goal is not what you thought it was, and adjusting are very important tools in giving an evaluation of your plans to yourself and making decisions based off of them. An example of a time when you realize you ought to change your goal might be something like, I want to learn to run a marathon this year. And while you're in the midst of it, realizing it's just too hard on your knees. For your personal health, you decide, maybe a marathon isn't for me. But perhaps you decide something less joint impacting, like swimming 10,000 meters, might make more sense. You're still working towards a similar goal, but making sure you keep your body's best interests in mind. Before we go, I do just want to remind you that when you set goals, they should be for yourself. Just because your auntie is in a place where she can add a Birkin to her collection doesn't mean that buying a Birkin is the right goal for you. Take time to evaluate what goals meet your own personal needs or your nuclear families for the upcoming year and focus on things that are in alignment with your core values. Remember that success is not linear. You will not win every battle every day. Your goal in goal setting is to create a set of habits that make it impossible for you to not eventually hit your goal. So whether you have goals now or you're getting ready to work them up, you've got the tools to make your dreams come true with a little time and consistency. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Bye.